to Phil Hoffman Travel. It costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. And joining me in the studio is Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. Good afternoon. How are you going? I'm good, Jade. I'm really good. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful day out there. Well, it has been until it's changing a little it's bit. a little bit yeah, cloudy yeah, and grey yeah. out there. But I'll get the official forecast at <laughs> 2.35 for you, Phil. But um, more good news in regards to, um, you know, end of pre-departure testing for international arrivals. Yeah, that's April the 17th. That comes into play. So people coming back don't have to have any, you know, PCR testing or rat testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada's opened up. Most of the countries are opened up to us now and it's really only, I think I checked this morning, America is probably the only one that we need to do either a PCR testing or a a rat test 24 hours before getting on the plane. So that's important that 24 hours before, not 72 but 24 hours. And that's the only probably the only country that's giving us a, a hassle at the, well not a hassle, that we have to do that Just sort of thing. Speed uh, New Zealand opens up next week on April the 12th and again yeah. no testing there. So we're excited about that and as What's I said... What's the response been like? Oh, a great. lot of people yeah, people, get back. Yeah, they're excited about going down to New Zealand because it mm. is a great destination. Whether it be just, you know, couples or singles or, or families Families going there and seeing New Zealand. I mean, I always think New Zealand is a mini Europe in the backyard. So it's yes. so, it's so close. It's got everything, you know, for really for for us to see. They're so and with, friendly. And with the direct flights out of Adelaide, with Air New Zealand. But interesting, and I mentioned it last week, Jade, but uh, listeners may not have heard it. That uh, Qatar now are going to fly on from when they land in Adelaide. Mm. They're going to go on and do a, a night flight down to Auckland uh, three times a week. So you'll be able to jump on the Qatar flight. Beautiful aircraft. The A. 350 uh, and go down to New Zealand and go go into Auckland and then sort of do your uh, travelling around the, uh, and come back from Auckland if you want to on, on Qatar. So it's and good fare. So uh, so we're excited to have a little bit more sort of availability Absolutely. for people to get down to New Zealand. But uh, Bali has taken off a lot of people now and some terrific packages which I'll talk later in the show. Uh, Vietnam is opening up. Uh, we've seen Singapore being very popular for that short break going up there for five or six nights. Mm. Love Singapore. I mean, it's probably one of the s- safest destinations in the world to ever travel around. And, and if you, especially if you want a taste of Asia for the very first time, it's, it's got it all for you without sort of, uh, feeling unsafe in any way. Not that I feel unsafe in, in most places in Asia. I've always found it, you know, so hospitable, but, uh, you know, you still got to be careful in certain areas, but, and I love Vietnam. I mean, Vietnam, we were talking about home the other night and, and my wife said to me, you know, if we were to go back, we'd love to go back to Vietnam again because there's something special. But we'd like to go to a place called Hoi An, which is just up from uh, oh, from yeah, uh, from Hoi Saigon and stay there. It's on the water, uh, It's on the it? water, yeah. And then it's got a river running through it as well. Mm-hmm. Little bridges over the rivers there, but it's just got, you know, cooking classes, relaxation, you know, and if you really wanted to turn off and really think about life, but also take in an exciting destination, Hoiana is the place to do it, you know. Uh, all the others are, are busy and commercialised. I mean, Hoiana's busy, but mm. but they've got some beautiful resorts there as well. So uh, we, we talked about the other day going back and doing some cooking classes and oh, relaxation classes and, you know, all of that uh, and enjoy the, the hospitality of the Vietnamese. I mean, the food there. But talking about that, I was up in uh, Barossa on the weekend mm. at a, a Rotary conference and we found a beautiful Vietnamese restaurant in uh, Tananda, and it was magnificent. Packed out. 
Oh, just all the food. You know, we just had pad so thai. much. Yeah, pad thai, but we had <laughs> Vietnamese rolls and that, and oh, uh, I had some uh, uh, some uh, calamari and that. Uh, but it was just the way they do it, the presentation, mm. and also, you know, the the staff. They're so gentle with you. You know, it was just a it was a lovely way of spending uh, Sunday lunchtime up in uh, in Tananda. Oh, delish! Hey, yeah. tell me. So, if you had um, seven days, seven to ten days, what would your itinerary look like in Vietnam? Would you do the hustle and bustle and then stop off and do the relaxation yeah, after? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would do uh, like I'd, I'd sort of start in in say Saigon or mm-hmm. you know Hoi An. Uh, sorry, um, Hanoi. Sorry, sorry, uh, Saigon. I'd see a little bit of of uh, the uh, Mekong River down in the basin area there, and then come back and go up to Da Nang and, and then Hoi An. But if you've got longer, 10, 12, 14 days, I'd go all the way up to Hanoi and do the whole complete, you know, south to north or north to south. Um, but certainly I'd, I'd stop off in one of the uh, places like Hoi An and really enjoy it there. So, oh, uh, But, yeah, it's just got, you know, I, I looked at uh, my program, uh, what I've done in travelling, and 1996 was my first trip to Vietnam and I fell in love with uh, Vietnam and the Vietnamese people and how they can host you and look after you and spoil you and as I said one of the exciting things is the culture the food uh, and also so much history in, in Vietnam oh, as so well much. you know and Cambodia is another one so you know one of our specials that we sell a lot of is, is doing uh, both the Vietnam and Cambodia together but doing it again on the, the rivers of the Mekong going from Saigon right through to Siem Reap and finishing up in Siem in Cambodia, and you really see, you know, the countryside of Vietnam, uh, the Mekong area there, and also uh, uh, in, in Cambodia as well. So that's another interesting combination of putting them together as well. Um, and so again, you can start and do, a, you know, say fly into Hanoi, see a bit of Hanoi, and come down to Saigon, and then jump on the river cruise boats, and then go through to Siem Reap and spend some time in Siem Reap and and Angkor Wat and the other areas there in Cambodia. So uh, yeah, exciting destination. Uh, up there, in, and I've always enjoyed it. I've, you know, probably been to Vietnam now. I was looking back, and I think probably ten times. Oh golly! And I'd go again because yeah, it is just. And, and they've like a, you know, we had the Vietnamese War, the Vietnam War, but, you know, they've just drawn a line in the sand and said, right, you know, let's get on with life. And, and they're a very enterprising mm-hmm. country. So, no, enjoy it. Uh, we've had a lot of messages also over the last few weeks about travel insurance because there's a lot of destinations that will say you do need you know your travel insurance so you've got um just an update here from Covermore yeah they're going to, they're now going to include it to cover you for uh, you know covid expenses if anything happens mm-hmm. and they cover it with for in the cruise area as well so we've been we've been working on that one for a long time so in the next couple of weeks Jade I'll be able to give you the full you know classification how it works but they they will be covered so people are interested in to know that so so you know it's again it's a peace of mind thing you know yeah, knowing that absolutely. you and we always say that when you're looking and traveling you've got to put insurance right at the top of your budget you know of all the things you're going to do that's one thing you can't save on is insurance you want to know you're fully covered for everything, and it's important. Well, a place like Bali says that you actually have oh, to exactly. have it as, at, as a at, matter at, of at, entry. And, and, yeah, at a certain figure, mm-hmm. at a certain figure that you're covered. And I think you know, other countries are going to do it because, again, countries don't want to be responsible for looking you after if you had to stay for you know some time. And it's not just we're just not talking COVID here. You know, you may have a heart attack or an That's accident. Right. You know, and you're well, in, you should have travel insurance always. Exactly, always. But yeah, absolutely, uh, not everyone has the COVID uh, insurance part of it yeah. too. So I'm um, really. 
important. So we've got to make two sure. insurance companies okay. now that people can come and talk to us about it. But oh, it good. is important, right at the top of your budget there. Let's talk about Canada and Alaska. Yeah, well, you know, Canada, Alaska. I think I said to you last week is one of my favourites, and and, uh, and uh, everywhere's your favourite. You just you've I got know. the well, right job hard, for you. It's hard, Jade, because everyone when they they talk to you, they say, "Phil, what's your favourite destination?" I said, "It's like asking what is my favourite daughter." Exactly. I said, I have four daughters, so I said, "You know, it's hard because they're all different, and it's the same with destinations." And I think what grabs you with destinations is your experience there, the people you've met, people you may have travelled with into those 100%. places as well, and all the things that happen. So you go come away with good memories of those things. But Canada, Alaska, it's mm. just a great des- two great destinations, and uh, again, we've got uh, so much there to offer if people are looking to go. And people are now looking at going later this year because the, the Canada, Alaska season runs right up to uh, to the end of September. So if people are looking at there, we've still got some great spe- specials where they can get away and uh, do the Rockies, and then the you know go to Alaska and do the Inside Passage. So it's a great combination. But if people want to come and see us and talk to us, we're going to be running a seminar uh, at Modbury on the 12th of April at 6pm for questions on travelling to Canada, Alaska. So it is, as I said, it's one of our destinations that we've been working with APT and Travel Marvel and others for probably 28, 29 years. So I think we've got it down to a fine art of what makes a good Canada, Alaska tour. Pat's just messaged in, Cambodia, Vietnam, especially the cruise from Siem Reap and Pub Street should be on everyone's bucket list. Just sensational. Such happy, welcoming people. I'm an average fitness fossil and I loved it. Yeah, what a gorgeous it, it message. Is, no, Thanks, it, it is, as I said, a favourite as well. All right, we're going to take a really short break. Coming up afterwards, we'll be joined by a special guest. Phil Hoffman Travel and Princess Cruises are ready to welcome you back on board. Yes, cruising is back. New local sailings from June 2022. Coral Princess will be cruising from Brisbane on a range of 3 to 12 nights, exploring the New South Wales and Queensland coasts. Book by 7th of April for $100 onboard money per stateroom, plus 50% reduced deposits. Seven-night cruises from $819 per person twin share. Terms and conditions apply. Visit pht.com.au. Jade Robran on 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. Welcome back to Travel Talk and we're joined by David Cox. Today he's our special guest for the ATP group. And David, thank you very much for joining the program. You've just returned from Europe, you lucky duck. Yes, thanks, uh, thanks for having me. Where but, were you lucky uh, enough to go? So I, I flew into Budapest and uh, flew out of Bucharest and did a uh, seven seven night um, travel marvel river cruise. David, uh, thanks for coming on. We were, th- we were particularly interested. I wanted to know one about the new ship that you know the Travel Marvel Vega, um, and also um, the fact of really travelling through Europe. What you found, how you found it, how easy it was. It was there any hassles, David? Because you know it's the biggest questions we're being asked by our our travellers is you know will it be difficult? What do I got to need to know and all that? And uh, so I thought you coming fresh back from uh, doing that one through to Bucharest would be a great one to get some feedback from you. Yes, no problem. Well, that was part of the reason I I did the trip is uh, I really wanted to be able to talk firsthand about how easy it is to travel for Europe because there is a lot of misinformation. So on the, on the flight out, um, no no paperwork required at all at at the airport exiting Australia. On uh, 
stopover in Dubai, no paperwork required, arrival in Hungary, and actually the whole airport uh, staff had no masks on and just stamped my passport and asked for no paperwork. So, so David, <laughs> seriously like travelling three years ago? It uh, it really is. When you're you're out and about, I mean, I was in the main towns of uh, Budapest, Belgrade and Bucharest. Mm. Um, there's absolutely no talk, no sign of COVID at all. All the restaurants and cafes are open. Uh, happened to be magnificent weather, so everybody was outside and it was really uh, a non-event. And David, what about the you know, the passengers, your your passengers on board Travel Marvel on the, on the new ship? Were they were they nervous about anything, or or I suppose once you know they've come through, the, like you said, the flights and all that, they, they could just sort of relax? Because I'm certainly hearing that from a lot of our clients. Yes, um, overwhelmingly um, the people that were on tour uh, probably are, were, were those that are experienced travellers and have done their homework. And uh, they understood that it was quite safe and and has now opened right up and simple to travel. And, David, that sector from Budapest down to uh, Bucharest is a very interesting section. A lot of history goes on there of what happened, you know, with World War One and other places there. But, uh, you know, and I enjoyed Bucharest because that's a fascinating place as well. Yes, there's a lot of um, <laughs> and and, again, and... Uh, preconceptions people have, but uh, really I found the Romanians uh, totally friendly and, and very helpful. What was your highlight in that little leg there? Uh, actually, Belgrade was the highlight. I think um, the Serbians uh, really do have um, have this same carpe diem with for the moment, and they really are out there enjoying themselves. Great. Great. David, tell us about the new ship because, you know, Travel Marvel, sometimes people, you know, they, they think of APT, but often they don't think of, uh, you know, Travel Marvel being your secondary uh, division, you know, in a way, but yet, you know, that new ship is just magnificent. Yes, it's been uh, been one of my special projects. I'm very proud of the new ship. It, it, it is a four-star ship. It is new um, and contemporary. We have three of them. Uh, ready to go, right? And probably, probably a couple of the key things. Um, my part in the process was making sure they're fit for Australian passengers. Yep. yep. And what what that means is the beds are high enough to fit large suitcases. We know the <laughs> so, so we're, yeah. Work. So where we unpack, we just yeah. We? I, yeah. I th- uh, David, I think that's the greatest thing when we sell uh, river cruising, you know, through the places of Europe, we say to them, the greatest thing is when you unload your case, Jay, mm-hmm. and you put it back under your bed and then you don't have to think about it until the 15th day or the 14th night and you're going to think, oh, I've got to pack it again. But you don't have to worry about it for, you're not moving in and out of hotels. Your ship is your floating hotel and it's just a lovely way of gliding through the rivers of Europe. You put and your that's PJs a, under your pillow. Exactly. Exa- and and uh, being looked after by the... Uh, David, on board, how many how many restaurants on board the on the riverboat and, and how many passengers is it on a normal uh, cruise? So it's 91 cabins, yep. so 182 passengers. Yep. And uh, the restaurants, you have your choice, uh, which is included, of course, at the dining main dining room. Yep. Uh we have uh, we have a pub 
down the back, an Irish pub called um, McGeary's Bar. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that uh, would yeah. be a hoot. Yeah, that's a unique uh, unique thing we have on these new ships. Yep. And uh, I spent time in the galley teaching the guys how to cook chicken parmesan. So <laughs> oh, actually Now, are you a palmy or a palmer guy? Well, yeah, I am a palmer, chicken palmer. Oh, see, we're palmies down here. <laughs> Were you on board for um, for St. Pat's Day? Uh, just missed St. Pat's Day, unfortunately. Oh, that would have been, um, that would have been a lot of fun. But I do want to just raise one thing, which is a pet hate of mine when I stay in hotels, mm-hmm. is that that uh, 6 a.m. in the morning when the sun comes up and there's that slit in the curtain <laughs> and it wakes you up, um, we have made sure on this ship that those curtains do cross over and I've tested them now and they are completely dark in the... David, David, you would you would win my wife over. We have a we have a standing fight at home. We live on the beach, David, and I love everything open. The curtains open, the windows open, and she has the opposite. And she would love the fact that those curtains double over and close over because she hates that you know morning sun coming through. As I think, same. I need a pitch black room. And David, I need to know because you know this is funny because last week I actually jumped online and googled. uh, magnets to see if I could sew magnets into each side of the, of the <laughs> curtain to try and click them together so that I wouldn't have that gap. Well, I do know people who travel with paper clips to do the same, <laughs> yes. same thing. But uh, I can assure you I went into every cabin because <laughs> this was, uh, this was my, one of my key things and and it's all, all there. The of course, David we, effect. Da- David, uh, before you go, David, just tell us quickly, uh, still availability for Travel Marvel River Cruising for uh, 2020 you know, in the second half of uh, this year for Europe? Yes, tw- 2022, wide open. Sorry, 22, Obviously, yeah. Event, events of uh, recent times have meant bookings are slow. Yep. Um, but uh, now that Europe's open, and I'm happy to say it's easy to travel, um, I think uh, it, it's a great opportunity. There's great deals out there for, for people who want to travel second half of 22. Yeah, and great value, David. We've got those, some of those specials you've given us are great value. So, David, thank you for coming on because I thought it was just important, the fact that you've just come back, that we could get that inf- instant information from you to uh, get to our listeners of how easy it is, and we're hearing that from all our travellers. So thanks, David, and I'll be talking to you later on as well. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, David. David Cox, their CEO of the APT Group. Let's talk about the Great Southern Rail Journey. Uh, that now that one's uh, Adelaide to Brizzy, is that right? Adelaide to Brisbane or Brisbane to Adelaide. And Jade, it's so, it, it's really the GAN becoming the Great Southern uh, Rail uh, over that December, January, February when it gets too hot to go mm-hmm. to the Northern Territory, and uh, people are loving it. They just said, you know, the destinations, the little stopovers they have in Coffs Harbour, the Grampians, Canberra, uh, Coffs, Canberra, yeah. yeah and coughs, uh, they're loving it. And you can you could stay on and come back on the train, so you could do a you know, a whole week of train and but different sort of stops. Uh, or you can stay in Brisbane and have a, a good break in Brisbane, go further north if you wanted to, and come back and come home on the train or fly home. So it's a combination. But why we brought it up again today is because everything is selling out so quickly mm. for Christmas already and January next year because the whole of the GAN is sold out for 2022. We can't get people on the GAN. There's just... What? The odd, 
What, well, what's the be, new obsession? See, well, it was it was the fact that we were, sort of had the pent up demand. The the gam was running one day, wasn't running the next. Yeah. You know, so stop, start, stop, start. But the, I think it's the word of mouth that people just love the train trips. You know, and uh, and so they ex- extended us with the gam down now coming Great Southern in in the in the months of uh, December, January, and February, and so very popular. But you only got so many people on a train, so the demand is there for people that don't want to go internationally or just want a little bit of comfort. The mm-hmm. nicest thing. I, I always say that for me, rail is cruising on wheels. You know, it's the same yes. sort of effect. You're on, you unpack, and you're spoiled. You know, you've got people there pulling your morning tea, afternoon tea, lunch. You go into the restaurants there and sit down there and you have a nice wine. You've got entertainment going on. Mm-hmm. So it's a very easy way for people to relax and just turn off and see some of the great places of, uh, of a thing. And the Indian Pacific is now doing, you know, going across from Sydney, Adelaide to Perth as well. That has an interesting run as well. So so there's a lot being offered to people. And that's why our Canada Alaska is always so popular is because, again, we have the famous, you know, Rocky Mountaineer train, I think people are into sort of a little bit more comfort, you know, not always wanting to do coaching in a, in a, yeah. in a coach because, you know, even in a, in a coach sometimes, as much as you can say it's enjoyable, but you're always looking ahead on the road and everything else, whereas the train, you've got you your own up, track and you around. get away and, get, and you walk around mm-hmm. and it's very easy compared to other forms of travel. So it's combinations that make it, but uh, but certainly that one has been a thing. But interestingly, there's been, is the uh, Bali's taken off. So it got, has been a big uptake? Big uptake. Take uh, oh, Asia, uh, yeah. It's nice to see that Asia is returning and, and etc. And mm. uh, we're seeing Bali, we're seeing Singapore, uh, Fiji. The one I'm waiting on, and we haven't seen the big uptake, but I think it's about to come is Thailand because everybody loves Thailand. You Why know. is that? Just because it's that few extra hours flight, or no, no. I, I, you know, people are just waiting to see that you know the green lights there for people to you know to be going to Bali and sure. uh, sorry to going to Thailand and feeling safe and everything from COVID. Or whatever. Which is interesting because it opened up. Before Bali, yeah, yeah. So, but we haven't seen the demand that we normally would see. But we we think it's coming, and mm-hmm. certainly, you know, uh, with the different places in in uh, in Thailand. But uh, it it'll come. But uh, I like Thailand. I love the Thai people. I find that, well, it's like the Balinese. I mean, yeah, just they, they just make you feel so very special when you're there. And, and you know, they rely so much on tourists. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you, you can't help but feel for these industries that you know they do. They need it to really open up, and for us to come back. Mum was saying the other day that she's getting a lot of bookings. She's booked out already now for Christmas, but interestingly not yet for mid-years. So yes. people are just still sitting back they and observing. Are, and that's what we're seeing with Europe. We're seeing not so much right now. We're seeing bookings, but it's more for the second half of, of the season coming up in Europe, so the second half of, of their summer. But the big thing at the moment, uh, Jade, and I've been sort of looking at flights you know, on a daily basis, a lot of flights are booked out. I know. You know I actually and, tried and, to and, get yeah, into school holidays yeah, and I couldn't and, get no, and, and, and I'm going, no, guys, come on, there must be a flight. No, yeah, it's must be true. And then I've looked at eastern states, so I keep thinking, well, if I can't get Qatar out of Adelaide, I'll look at out of Sydney or out of Melbourne. Yes. And, and they're full as well. So so the big message that I want to say to our listeners is if you're thinking of things now, don't sit and wait. Do ahead because we've always sort of thinking, oh, yes, I can get on, mm. but we don't have the capacity out of Adelaide that we had two years ago. You know, we don't have uh, uh, Emirates. We don't have Cathay Pacific. 
Malaysia's down to, I think, well, maybe one flight a week, and we don't have Air New Zealand doing six flights a week. So so yeah, we've got right. all that That's capacity why. down, and we don't have mm-hmm. China Southern. So all of a sudden, we've lost a lot of capacity. So fares, you know, in some cases can be expensive right now, but they'll get uh, lower as, as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. But we just need people to say, think ahead, because it's the same like with the GAN. The GAN sold out last year. The GAN for for 23 is selling huge at the moment. And, uh, and so sort of we're going to be, you know, two years ahead in some cases with bookings and people... People, you know, I know myself. I tried to get in at uh, in the Barossa for the weekend, and it was nearly all sold out. You couldn't get accommodation anywhere. And if you read the column in Robert by Rodney Harrick today on South Australian tourism, yes. the figures are outstanding in terms of people because they see South Australia is very safe. And we really had minimal amount of lockdown uh, in the last two years, so I think we got a lot of good publicity about South Australia. Didn't we just? And, and people product, want to come so in and check us out. People want to come and see it. So, uh, and I know I just heard some figures from Rowie about the Sofitel. His parents coming over to stay at the Sofitel, and they're running at something like about ninety-five percent capacity at the moment. Truly, yeah, yeah. And that's what we're talking June. So we're talking coming into winter months. So that's a great sign. That is a terrific sign. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, no, Phil. Pleasure, and Jake. you've got a great deal for Bali. Uh, which we'll talk about. Uh, no, we won't because we've run out of time. It's two thirty. I've got to head into the newsroom. But, but we've got all those packages. If people want to do, uh, want to talk about Bali, want to talk about Asia, want to talk about going to Canada and Alaska, and all those, uh, all the all the offices are open now. And Great. just ring, make an appointment. It's important to make an appointment so we can give them the quality of time, Jade, about planning the trip properly and covering all the bases that we have to do when you're travelling. Beautiful. As you heard from David Cox, it's getting easier and easier to travel. And if you would like to know more about what we've spoken about today, head to the Phil Hoffman Travel website, pht.com.au. Phil Hoffman Travel and Princess Cruises are ready to welcome you back on board. Yes, cruising is back. New local sailings from June 2022. Coral Princess will be cruising from Brisbane on a range of 3 to 12 nights, exploring the New South Wales and Queensland coasts. Book by 7th of April for $100 onboard money per stateroom, plus 50% reduced deposits. Seven-night cruises from $819 per person twin share. Terms and conditions apply. Visit pht.com.au.